Welcome to the Let It Fly show brought to you by Omaha Steaks since 1917. Very proud local company providing iconic and legendary restaurants, especially here in the Omaha area, and including the soon-to-be-open Let It Fly Sports Bar in the Capital District. We're getting closer and closer to Memorial Day 2023, joined by, I'm Michael Severe, first of all, and joined by former... Central Eagle <laughs> first, <laughs> the great Blue Jay Josh Jones, man. How you doing? I'm good, man. You told me it's all about creating today, huh? Yeah, everybody That's, who know me though, you're know Central my love guy. for Central, yeah, man. Yeah, man, it go beyond. My, you know, I, what uh, blue and purple make what? Blue and purple. Brown? <laughs> I have no idea what blue and purple make. This they go together? Thought, bro. Hey, yeah. And like I'll be telling my uh, yeah. my wife about my son, when he go to math class, you know, as he get older in yeah. school, don't come to me. Don't come to you? <laughs> I lost all that knowledge, bro. <laughs> my oldest, who is yeah. 17, is a, a, cent- a junior at Central High School. That's what's up, man. And I'm going to tell you, I love the school, yep. but pick up, bro. Yeah. Pickup is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you have the or right. drop off. It doesn't matter. They have right. the one lane. They do. That's coming down Douglas or right. Dodge. You have you're coming off of the interstate, coming that way down 19th. Everybody at one time trying to drop off 2,000 kids. Yeah, it's chaos, bro. I'm I don't know how lie. many am I every time I start. Yelling at people. Yeah. My son's like, calm down. Yeah, right. I'm like, he cut me <laughs> off. It's not good. It's That's not good funny. at all. But if you if you want to have some fun in a morning, yep. pick any school day morning and go down to where Central is, 19th and, Doug, and Dodge or whatever. It's a beautiful campus, but just watch the amount of traffic right. and yelling and screaming. But ain't nothing perfect. Everything great got something ugly, and that parking is trash. <laughs> well, you know, the seniors, my kid has a car. Oh, he got that but senior he parking lot. He does. He's only a junior. Ooh. So he's waiting until next year. And then you don't automatically get it only like a certain number hey i, I say this are you, uh, you hook him up I, could you hook him up to i can i'm gonna give you i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you about the little uh the creighton recruit secret oh really yeah i was parking at uh um what is that across the street what is it uh the jocelyn uh is it Hyder? One of those dorms. I was parking oh, in it. Oh, yeah, okay. Like they knew I was coming. I know we talking about in the back side. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Kinefic. Okay, Kinefic. all right. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah, hoping yeah, I'm crossing yeah. my fingers. <laughs> in high get, school. In high school. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Well, see, you were a big star. Oh, my gosh. You were Josh Jones. <laughs> you were a big star. I mean, if, in rankings in terms of high school basketball stars, oh right? Oh, my gosh. There was Josh Dussler, <laughs> and then there was Josh Jones. Wait, you got to put me this much <laughs> over. I, I beat him at West. My, uh, I remember going to see Josh play. This is back in high school. Yeah, he was when, good, when bro. Josh could, oh, before God. the injury. Hey, he was Josh right. could hoop. And remember, they had yeah. that tournament yeah. over at then Quest Center. That's what uh, where they Marcus brought, Walker. Yeah, yeah, and they were grindhouse basketball. You, you guys were killing Marcus Walker. Yeah, they were because Marcus Walker was. He was the well, premier, one yeah, of the top players in the country. out of Kansas City, yeah. and he wanted to be a designer. Yeah, his major was yeah. basically being a designer. You know what he does now? And Creighton Prep kids were killing him. Hey, he uh, actually does grindhouse basketball. He's a uh, high-level skills trainer. Does he really? Especially great with yeah. girls. Um, he actually, I seen one of the clips. He um, had he had the top uh, recruit in the country for girls. Oh wow! And uh, she had to surprise guest meet Kobe Bryant. It was, oh, it was a moment wow. for me because that's my guy. Yeah, that know? would be uh, Marcus Walker. Right. Marcus Walker. Yeah. R.I.P. to Kobe. Three years yesterday. Yeah. Since that, I had uh, something on my Facebook horrible. today. That was that Crazy. was rough. I remember that morning coming in and doing the show. Right. And uh, Damon and I doing four hours. Man, it was and that was you know one of Kobe, he was one of his favorite players with Kobe. Yeah. Um, I was I was, as as a parent. Yeah. When you see a, a a young person like that pass, it was yeah. that was a that was a hard it's, it, morning. Um, boy. Kobe Bryant passing away is one of those. Um, 
I'm not even going to say, it's not an American, world history of where were you? Oh, yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like that with Prince, and there's a bunch of people that, are, that meant a lot to me, but Kobe, was that was a huge one. Yeah. Um, just real quick about Josh, at that tournament, they brought in a team from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. It was a Southern Lab. They brought in Southern Lab. They had one of the best three-point shooters in the country. Wow. And he had hurt his ankle. And they didn't know he was going to play or not. Yeah. And he came out there and he played like for probably eight minutes or so and shot like he was a leading scorer in the country. I'm I'm understanding. (laughs) And in Catholic school in Louisiana, you start playing in eighth grade. Yeah. So he played five years. Oh, so he like all time. All time scoring leader in the country. Wow. And he came in, only played like eight minutes, but shot a bunch of threes and then went set down. Yeah, no doubt. I miss those tournaments, man. They were fun. Yeah. Bringing bringing schools from all over the country. Yeah, the last ones I can think of, uh, Hunter Salas. St. Thomas, they oh, played yeah. in Grand, Line, Grand Island against oh, yeah. Sunrise Academy. Yeah. But, you know, uh, we got to bring the culture back. Yeah, I'd like to see those come back. That would be yeah, awesome. Sure. Of course, this weekend, as we tape today, tomorrow will be the pink out game yep. at CHI Can't early. Wait. It's an early start. I know. Uh, matter of <laughs> fact, bars across the city are opening early. Right. So folks can go watch 11, that. 15 tip off. Exactly. And it's, it's one of those days, and we were talking before the show about yeah. how cancer affects everyone's life. Man. Affects your life, affect my family's life, yeah. everybody's life. And that's what this is about. This is coming there and, and thinking about not just at the survivors, right? right. But the first we've lost as well. And right. later in the show, we're going to talk to Teresa McDermott, coach's wife, of course, is uh, suffered from breast cancer 18 years ago. Mm-hmm. She's a survivor now. And a big reason why this exists, it started at Iowa State and now happening here mm-hmm. um, at Creighton. So we're going to talk to her a little bit later and more about what's happening tomorrow. But I, I, it's one of those things where we all have that, where there's somebody passed, somebody yeah. we knew, and it. I, only place thing, only thing you really say is cancer sucks, man. Yeah, it's just, it's just a horrible thing. Yeah, for me it was my mom. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. to my mom, uh, Desiree, the late Desiree Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite uh, pictures I got of her is um, my senior night celebrating. But mm-hmm. as far as cancer, um, she had colon cancer, oh, and uh, you know it just start, started off with her just having all these weird pains mm-hmm. and. You know, just all the side effects, and eventually, once we found out, um, uh, it uh, for me it drew me closer spiritually, but also um, it made me. I was by my mom every step of the way until she passed. She actually uh, held on long enough to see me get married, man. Oh wow, really? Yeah. So yeah. Um, I don't know. I got so many questions for uh, uh, Mrs. McDermott. Yeah. and all. it's a no. sensitive subject. What about it you? It is. No, I feel the same way. Um, for us, my my mother in law passed away from breast cancer. So 10 years, battled it, and ended up getting yeah. her brain like so many other people. My wife's best friend. Um, you, the, the thing I always tell people, if you go to the doctor and you're concerned and the doctor tells you it'll be okay, find another doctor. Yeah. That's, I tell everybody that because yeah. I remember they, they said, oh, you're fine. It's just a polyp or whatever. Next thing you know, it's not yeah. a polyp. It's worse than that. And so I always tell people, get a second opinion or mm-hmm. a third opinion. No, it's true. If you feel something is wrong with you 100%. when it comes to this because cancer is devastating. Yeah. And, and, and as you know, and we all know, um, it's, it can be fatal in many different cases. That's why they'll have the I, I fight for signs will be given out. Right. You can write, you know, either a survivor or somebody that lost you lost in your life to cancer. Um, and there'll be a point in the game where everybody stands up yeah. and holds it. So it's, it's a big part yeah. of the, the pink I, I, I'll tell you this as we transition. Mm-hmm. Um, when my mom had cancer, I think the greatest thing that I found out was, um, or the education that I uh, developed was, no matter where the cancer spreads, it's still the same type of cancer that oh. initially started as. From, so, you know, when it metastasizes, yeah, it comes I didn't know. That, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I learned so much. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited for this game. 
Some of my it is against number thirteen. I, I know that's a big part. Yeah, of it as well. but yeah. for me as a player, I just yeah. remember my moments. Like I was kind of saucy in the pink, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the pink out game. I had the jersey and all that type. It was cool. I ain't gonna lie to it. <laughs> Only one man in the history of that game has looked really good in pink. Who is that? Gregory Echenique. Oh, the period. Yeah. Them hey. pink shoes that boy wore, they look so good. For sure. Yeah. Gregory looks so good in For those sure. pink and shoes, he, And you know what's crazy? After he got the big uh, following behind that, he he, sta- he, he wore them every game. Him. I know. Yeah, he yeah, kept yeah, wearing yeah. them, too. I yeah. had no problem with that. They look good yeah. on him. You know? yeah. Somebody yeah. come. Real men wear pink. Amen. That's what the shirt says. <laughs> Join us now talk more about the pink out game, Infusion Brewery, and also we've got the cans, if you're watching it, of course, Let It Fly Lager, the pint cans, special pink version of them. Ryan joining us from Infusion Brewery. How you doing, man? Good. Thanks for having me. We appreciate you coming in and, uh, and telling us more about this. So what is special about this can and walk, walk us through the styling of it and how you ended up getting like this? I mean, essentially, uh, we wanted to kind of take it a step further from the original can where we were just kind of uh, paying homage or doing something for the basketball team. Right. Uh, this is something much deeper. Uh, it reminds us that this game is more than a game and yeah. the beer is more than a beer itself. Um, so just the pink accents uh, on the can really allowed us to uh, kind of play with the pink out game. For right. Sure. So for um, just um, from our perspective, we, we know you definitely. But for those out there who don't know you, kind of give kind of give, you know, the world a spiel about who you are, how you got into the circumstances with the uh, Lager and all that type of great stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we've run the uh, uh, Infusion Brewing Company since 2012. Um, we were actually up in the uh, Sioux Falls for the BYU game last year. Nice. Um, so Let It Fly was actually giving away free beers to Creighton fans after the game. Uh-huh. So that's kind of where the whole idea kind of uh, spewed from, right. really, at the end of the day. Okay, okay. Let, so what, tell me, Let It Fly Lager, what, is the, what are the accents? What's the taste like? What Kind of describe to people right. what it's like. Yeah, I mean, we tried to uh, produce a beer that was approachable to everyone, to the masses. You know, obviously, a lot of people like their domestic-style beers. Right. Um, so we tried to play with that. Um, and it's a it's a constant uh, uh, kind of battle to get that mm-hmm. in tune. Uh, we just want to make sure we're always putting that best product out there on the floor that we can that we can provide. Nice. Yeah, for me, man, I gotta I gotta pound you real fast, man. Pause, you know, because uh, we was talking about Central, man. You're a Central grad, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. you know, High Eagles. Yeah, we stick together, man. Yeah. Your son, though. No. Hey, Your I son, know. No. <laughs> Eventually, I'm sure he'll learn whatever that thing was you were doing. Yeah. There. <laughs> so let me let me ask you about this. I hope that wasn't lost. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> Infusion Brewery. Uh, one of my favorite things that's happened in the last ten years is what's happened with craft, craft brewing. Um, we, we saw it with wines when I was coming up, and now it's developed with beer. Why do you think it's become what it's become? Why do you think people are so into, and I mean all kinds, peanut butter, whatever else? Yeah, these no, that's a great question. I mean, you saw it in different regions of the country uh, much before it you know, kind of reached the Midwest. Oh, Denver was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, I, I just think people come more accustomed to trying new things, and they want to support local. At the end of the day, that's mm-hmm. the that's the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's talk. Let's talk hoops a little bit, man. We going into yeah. this pink out game yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> we hopefully everybody get a can in their hand. You know, if they're celebrating, toasting, and. You know, uh, rooting for the Jays or whatever, hey, tell man. people you can get the you get the beer at Infusion Brewery. Yeah, you can get it at all three of our locations. Yeah, right. um, and then as well as uh, the Crescent Moon will be running a special on it. 
uh, for the game and as, as long as supplies last and then you can buy uh, six packs in the uh, Beertopia, which is our beer store right. connected to Crescent Moon. And if you're in Sioux Falls, you can go to Let It Fly Bar. Yep, right there's Let yep. It Fly Bar. they'll have that up there yeah. as well. Go yeah, ahead. that's kind of what I was uh, kind of getting to. Yeah, man, um, um, I feel like, you know, just thinking about the in light of the game coming up tomorrow and things like that, man, you're a Creighton fan. You know, how long you been a Creighton fan and uh, what do you think about RJs now? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been a Creighton fan my entire life. I mean, that's kind of why this was kind of a pipe dream of mine to, to do something, uh, you know, with, with the avenue that I have. For sure. Um, uh, so I, my expectations and what I think about this team are, are the same expectations and what I thought about them preseason. Oh, really? Okay. okay. Yeah. You know, I, I still think uh, they're that caliber of team to, to make a good run. Yeah, and we'll do a preview on the game and tell you how they've been recently yeah, in doing that. Definitely. What kind of things you got coming up at Infusion Brewery? Uh, we have a uh, Bean Fest, so I, our most popular beer, Vanilla Bean Blonde, uh, will be. I was picturing something like red beans and rice Bean Fest, or <laughs> yeah, like a yeah, green, right. green bean salad or a little pot. Well, See, I was, you, you yeah. fan, I was thinking man. food. I was yeah, not thinking. Right. Okay, so Vanilla yeah, Bean, right. right? Okay. Yeah, so uh, we we just do different variations of that. It's one of our biggest festivals throughout the year, but nice. that's probably the most uh, most upcoming event we got going. You guys on have there. the growlers people can come in and fill up. Do you yep, yeah, yeah, we got growlers. Uh, a heck of a deal on them too. Uh-huh. And we also do the crowlers too, the big cans. Oh, yeah, okay. Get them right. seamed right there in front of you. Nice. Yeah, okay. That's cool. So where, where do you sit at at the games? You've been a Creighton fan your whole life. Where do, where do you sit at? Well, uh, pretty much when I, was on my, uh, when I was on my Pops season tickets, we was up in the Upper Bowl. Okay. This year, I got the cheapest tickets I could buy. Yeah. And I'm posted up at the Bud Bar every game. There you yeah. go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, for sure, so that's, man. that's a party right there. Yeah. 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 What about as far as, like, um, have the, just uh, the growth of just – the, the talent that we're in, you know, used to be in the Missouri Valley. You know, now we're in the B, Big East now or whatever. Um, who's your favorite player on the team now? Like, who do you feel like is that X factor that you're like, gosh, we need that? You know, ah. I'm just curious, you, you know. Yeah, you're putting like, me on a spot. You know, right no, I mean, but it's cool. I mean, it, remember, bro, I say this to everybody. It's just me and you Just here, say man. Josh right. Jones yeah. every time. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> no, every yeah. year, Josh Jones. <laughs> yeah, right. So no yeah, because, I, I mean, for me, like, I hear uh, a lot of people talk about um, their opinions on the games and who could have did what yep. and put this guy in, da-da-da. Like, who's that guy for you that you feel like really keeps, keeps the, the Jays together and, you know, get them going? I mean – at the end of the day, I think when Arthur's out there really given uh, that 110% like we've seen probably the last eight games, yeah, I think that really gets gets the, the rest of the squad fired up. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And he actually did that. Like you said, we're going to cover it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he brought that out, the, you know, the first game, um, the first half, last game, you know, in the shows. All right, you know, I just want to oh, make sure. Yeah. He, he just knows, kinda, obviously. Yeah, you yeah, know? Knows, yeah. yeah. Infusion Brewery, yeah. again, give us your three locations. Um, and, and what's going on again, how people can get the beer. Yeah, yeah. so come and grab our uh, Pink Out limited edition, very, very limited edition mm-hmm. can, uh, any of our three locations in Benson, uh, out here in kind of southwest Omaha on 118th and Harrison, and then uh, downtown Little Bohemia on 13th Street. Nice. Yep. I'm so glad that area is coming up the way it is. You yeah, know, when for Bohemian sure. When Cafe closed, I was worried that that area was going to die off. I'm glad the P.J. Morgan folks went over there and bought the land. And They I'm, redid I'm very, the, I know the Sokol great. Auditorium yeah. up yeah. there and yeah. everything. It's called yeah. the uh, Admiral. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's Admiral. pretty cool. Yeah, I'm glad sure. about that because Little Bohemia needs that. I mean, that, that's one of the oldest neighborhoods yeah. in, the, in, in the city. Yep. Um, they've always had great food. you got the ethnic food uh, sandwich shop. So I love that area. I'm glad it's yep. coming along. Yeah, for sure. 
Ryan, we appreciate it, man. Yeah, Thank you, bro. Man. Very yeah, much. So, Thank you, yeah, guys. we'll Good connect, the... man. Definitely. Thanks for coming on, man. Good luck with the special edition can. Yeah, it is limited well. edition because these four right here. Are come, they going home with you? With, yeah, you know. <laughs> they're coming with me. This is a, a, a <laughs> Let It Fly lager. Yes. Uh, I believe anybody who wants it can have it. It doesn't necessarily have to go home with you. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. Anybody else can have it. That's fine. Right. Um, we're going we're gonna to be chatting with, coming up in a couple of minutes, we're going to chat with uh, Coach's wife, of course. Yep. More importantly, the mom of Doug McDermott. Because yeah. that's, that's where you that, – I always, I always tell people, you're somebody until your kid becomes somebody. Amen. And you go yeah. from being this person to being that person's dad yeah, or right. that person's mom. And that's what she is. She's uh, Doug McDermott's mom, of course. And she is the, the creator, yep. really, of – uh, of this pink out game back yeah. when they were at Iowa State of course she's a survivor of breast cancer came up with this idea and it really is a great idea because then you sell the jerseys off 100% they, they, they make money from that then that gets donated to whatever yeah. the charity is this year it's a year. good cause man yeah. it is, it's a great deal great cause I'm excited for it for sure today they had um, this is on Friday we were taping the Hope Lodge did their uh, radiothon mm-hmm. and it was really cool uh, raising money um, and also they were bringing paper products in as well and, and if you've ever had a, a sick child or suffered for anything and you have to go someplace for a long time Hope places like Hope Lodger are why they're there for you, for the people who are traveling. Yep. All right, let's join, be joined now by the creator of the Pink Out Game, Teresa McDermott, joining us here on Let It Fly Show. Teresa, how are you doing? We appreciate you taking the time. Thanks for coming on with us. No problem. So tell me, how did you originally come up with the idea um, of having a game like this and, and doing it for a charity and having the uniforms and all that stuff? So it actually started when I was diagnosed um, in 2005. Uh, I was 40 years old and um, was diagnosed with breast cancer, and we were trying to keep it a little bit on the down low for, you know, personal reasons, and it leaked a little bit, and so with Greg's um, position, he went ahead and kind of advertised it as a preventative, like, to have people come in early, detection, and Mm -hmm. we spun it that way, made sure, like, people knew I was going to be okay, but maybe get other women to go in, have their mammograms. And that year, people started sending flowers and cards and mm. were like, well, I don't really want that, but how about let's, in lieu of that, make a donation to the American Cancer Society. And that just took off. Um, this is when we were at University of Northern Iowa. And then we um, took it a step further and had a, a pink out game and have everybody wear pink. And the money we raised, then we presented that check at halftime of that game. And that was... Mm. Like I said, in 2005, that's how it started. Okay. Hey, Tree, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, this is Josh here. I'm glad to have you on. Um, you mentioned um, about uh, being okay. Just um, from your perspective, actually going through it, what was your support system like when you were going through that time? Like, uh, obviously, we understand how uh, Coach Mack is very charismatic and also your husband and, you know, uh, your family and things, but – um, what was support like outside of, you know, everyone inside your home? Well, like I said, I was only 40. So Sydney was only five years old, mm. but the boys were in junior high. Um, life kind of went on as usual. Um, my mom would come up on the weekends of my chemo treatments and help with the kids. Then you start turning the corner, feeling better. And we just did that like every other week. I had a girl in college, a college girl that came in and helped me with Sid. Mm. Uh, and everybody just around me, like coaches' wives, um, boosters, would drop off meals and do that kind of thing, offer rides for the kids. 
we just had a really, really good community support. <clears throat> Teresa McDermott joining us, of course. Doug McDermott's mom, which is, as I said earlier, that's the big thing. Uh, <laughs> Coach's wife, breast cancer survivor, joining us here on Let It Fly Show. Did you have any idea that it would get as big as it has, um, have the kind of longevity it's had, the, the pink out game? No, not at the time. Um, after we, then we left the University of Northern Iowa to go to Iowa State. Mm-hmm. We brought the whole idea with us. They embraced it. Mm. We did it there for five years. And then we came to Omaha, Creighton. And the marketing staff, they loved the idea. And then with Methodist Hospital and CHI Health Center behind it as well and the sponsorship, it's just been blowing up like such a great, great event. All the t-shirts and uh, it's just a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, I got to thank you. I was telling uh, Michael a bit earlier that the swag for those gangs for me I loved it because it was something different, and I always tried to be different. And the way I looked in the jersey, I got to thank you now. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And and that was kind of an idea after we got to Creighton. Um, Deb Seaton at American Cancer Society, we sat down with her, how could we even make it bigger and better? And then they came up with this idea, and Nike was all on board, Mm. donating those uniforms, the pink shoes. And then the auction idea was, between Greg and our marketing staff, how could we maybe turn around and, you know, put the names on the jerseys? Everything kind of progressed. Not all of that happened at once, but over the years, we just tried to make it better and better. Teresa, folks here, in, of course, in Omaha that are suffering from cancer, they're, they're blessed that there's so many great hospitals here in their town, but there are a lot of places people have to travel. Can you talk about what Hope Lodge Nebraska means um, for those people who are having to come in for a week, two weeks, a month um, for good treatment? Well, that's exactly right. So Hope Lodge was a concept with American Kids Society for people that don't live here. So if you live here, you're not eligible, but if you live a certain mile radius, you need to come in for treatment. It's a free place to stay. Now, it is not for children. Mm. Um, it's for adults. Uh, they do have to also bring a care provider with them. But it, it's amazing. It's like a luxurious hotel. They have their own little area in the kitchen. Uh, it's, it's just really, really great for the people that have to come in because they don't have a home here and they need the treatment in a bigger city. Okay, yeah, my, um, just my thought, um, just on top of the whole um, treatment process and things, you know, not trying to get too uh, deep into, um, you know, your actual trials and just those moments and experiences at that time. But for me, what was the biggest thing that you feel like you learned about yourself or revelation that you uh, had from your cancer experience? Uh, I think just, like, take a day at a time. Um, you learn to kind of pray, let me just get through this and get my daughter through high school. Mm. And then you get through high school, you're like, okay, now I'd like to see my daughter get married. And you keep pushing kind of the envelope. But I think you just just appreciate life a little bit more. Obviously, you you know what I'm talking about, Josh. You obviously have been through a lot. Yeah. And you just have a different perspective on things. Yeah. Teresa, a big part of this is, uh, of course, education as well, um, encouraging those early screenings, getting the mammograms, also encouraging companies and insurance companies to have well with women visits and have that every year, twice a year, so that women can actually afford to, to, to find out and make sure that they're doing okay. Well, and not only that, like, but any kind of cancer, like I know, you know, pink out seems like just breast cancer, but mm-hmm. we're promoting early detection for any type of cancer, prostate, like 
there's so many, you know, colon, do your colonoscopy. Just everybody just needs to be their own advocate. And when they're eligible with insurance, get those tests done. Yeah, for sure. Mm, and and yeah. for me, that, that hits home. Um, my mom, I mean, you know, but my mom um, had passed away of colon cancer in uh, 2018. So uh, I'm, I always get excited about uh, this game specific. And um, some of the greatest uh, moments and memories and photos that I have in my house mm -hmm. and some of the greatest times just come from Imagine you can you can you imagine having eighteen thousand people in the stadium, and all of a sudden you only hear your mom. <laughs> you know that'd be pretty cool. Right. You know, and so for me, just this pink out gang brings those nostalgic moments mm -hmm. from my collegiate and actually um, athletic career. Mm -hmm. And um, I really personally just want to thank you. I feel like I've you know I've been around you a lot, um, but I've never thank you um, for you know just leading this and being so strong as an individual to persevere uh, through having cancer. You know, just on behalf of. Uh, someone who can relate to what you've been through. Sure, no problem. You're welcome. It's like I said. It's, it's there's a lot of people behind the scenes. A lot of people and Creighton, the staff at Creighton, and the former staff, the former market staff, the current athletic staff. They just do an incredible job. Teresa McDermott, of course, as I said, Doug's mom, coach's <laughs> wife, and breast cancer survivor joining us. <laughs> Teresa, we we have one last question because. Obviously, you know, you want the best for your kids. When Greg gets the job here at Creighton and Doug decides to follow him, did, did you feel good about that decision? Were you nervous? What was that feeling like when he, when he made the decision to, to come to Creighton? I mean, obviously it was exciting that they could play and coach together. But, but absolutely, it was now you only have a husband if you lose a game, but now also <laughs> your son, and it's kind of double whammy. Yeah, but son, son coming home are, crying. Yeah, the wins are extra special too. So it was mm. definitely um, a balance, a balancing act. That's awesome, Teresa. We appreciate. It. Thanks for taking the time and coming Thank on you. with us. We appreciate you. You're welcome, guys. See you tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Teresa McDermott. So tomorrow, she says, uh, taping here on Friday, of course, the game tomorrow morning against number 13, Xavier. And <laughs> so you're not the only player I've heard, a former player, said how important that game was to him oh, and the man. energy in the, in, in the hey, arena. It's it hit different, bro, for real. I mean, like, the thing I like about Omaha in general and the, um, the Creighton fans, um, the Creighton fans can get behind things that are near and dear to heart. Mm -hmm. And it's something about that Creighton game, you know. Um, you know, either you've been through it yourself or you know somebody who went through yeah. it and you just rally that much louder or harder. It's going to be rocking in the arena tomorrow. Yeah. As she said, you know, it's not just breast cancer. It's all forms of cancer. The thing that always gets to me when I'm watching that game is – uh, John Bishop does radio games. Yeah. You, know, you know John. Yeah, yeah. And uh, 10 years ago, this summer, his son was diagnosed with leukemia. Mm -hmm. And I remember that working with him and remember when that happened. At every game, they have that sign and John stands up yep. and has his son's name on it. You know, it's Christian's name on it. And I just, every time yeah. that gets to me, because I remember what his family went through and what they, they went through, man. Yeah. That was, and he's good now and he's great and, um, and yeah. they're all good. But man, I... That, when that happens, when everybody stands up with their signs, that's yeah. hard. Aside from, um, um, before I actually tell uh, one story about my experience mm -hmm. of dealing with uh, cancer-surviving families, when she, um, uh, Tree mentioned about um, 
dealing with the stress of my husband coming home after oh, yeah. a bad game. Right. I remember some practices where Mac got at Doug <laughs> crazy. You got to. And I'm thinking, like, I know he going to go home and tell his mama this. <laughs> you got to do that, though. You know it that. It was crazy. But I, that's why I respect Mac because, yeah. like, he know. Like, yeah. Look, I'm I'm coach when yeah. it's time to coach, right. and I'm dad when it's time to be dad. Well, the last thing you could possibly do yeah. is to treat Doug differently. Yeah. It'd be like Ryan hey, teaching his nephew differently, man, right? Man, I felt worse because he, he did his son worse than he did me. He's yelling at <laughs> me a lot. He did his son. Yeah. Well, you know what? It worked. It paid off. He yeah, did fine. Right. He I did fine. You, yeah. We mentioned the game tomorrow, number 13. Xavier coming to town. Um, Jay's been great at home, yeah. 9 and 1. And man, we talked about this when, when Ryan Copperton was on with us last week. But the difference he's made since he's been back. But look, so some of the numbers that was put up, Matt DeMarinas, yep. you know him? Blue and white review. Yeah. Since, since Ryan Cockburn has been back in the lineup, he came back December 22nd, eight games. Mm-hmm. In the Big East, they are first in two-point defense. Yeah. Second in two-point offense. Yeah. Only Marquette's ahead of them. They are second in three-point offense, only behind Xavier, who they meet tomorrow. Yeah. And then fourth in three-point defense behind Providence, um, uh, who are they behind? Providence and uh, and Seton Hall. Yeah. So I mean that he makes all the difference on both sides of yeah, the court. 100%. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's one of those things where, um, in terms of tomorrow, I mean, you might see a hundred and four to hundred and sixty. I mean, both of these teams yeah. score a lot offensively. They're both in the top thirty in scoring yeah. and efficiency. And the yeah. thing is, uh, remember when we uh, first start, um, you know, um, doing our take on the Jays. Yeah. Um, you know, all the the identity. I mean, not to try to be, you know, no pun intended, but let it fly. Yeah. And that's the identity. Sure. But at the uh, end of the day, I feel like the team has gotten really great at, um, you know, just building on other areas, you know, to try to make them stay afloat. Because mm-hmm. everybody got a plan until you get punched in the mouth. Oh, yeah. And when you think about it, Creighton, they actually did not shoot well from the three-point line in that last game. St. Johnson, yeah. But from the field, mm-hmm. they were 56%. That's pretty good. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty good, They yeah. got whenever they, whatever they wanted, yeah. whenever they wanted, however That's they the wanted. That's the best they played all year, right? Oh, my God. And what's crazy is, is I feel like, you know, sometimes you, you hear something like, man, I feel like I heard that before. We've said that three times. Yeah. They only getting better. They're getting better. You yep. know? Yep. I'm three in a row. Uh, Ryan, you know, for coming on here saying, like, hey, I'm rolling with them. They still look like that. Yeah. And, and I, I agree. And he was right about Kaluma, the way yeah. he's played. Xavier's shooting 50% from the floor. That's, that's pretty good, right? I'm telling you. Uh, they're, they're 40% <laughs> from three. It's a good one. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> obviously, last time they played, it was a great game. It was a three-point game yeah. uh, against Xavier. Here's a crazy stat from Rob Anderson. Rob, Rob, no, Rob, everything. Rob digs deeper he does. than any man who doesn't live in yeah. Texas hey, and looks for Before oil. you read that stat, Rob, yeah. just, yeah. Uh, it's going to be something like this. Rob's the type of guy to say that every game that Josh Jones checks in at this time, <laughs> Creighton wins by two. Something, right, right. something that only Rob can tell Tomorrow you. Tomorrow is the 45th anniversary of the only other time that Creighton has played a team ranked exactly 13th. Yeah. <laughs> they, they beat Larry Bird's Indiana State team, was number 13, yep. back in 1978. Mm-hmm. They won that game 72-64. to 64. The 45th anniversary of that game is Saturday. Man. Rob just <laughs> digs and digs right. and finds stats like yeah. that. That's incredible. Right. It's yeah. a four-point. Uh, Creighton, as of this morning, when I saw the first number, were four-point favorites. Yeah, I mean, this – are you, are you picking? Ah, man. You know, back? We, you know we got to roll with the Jays to bounce back. Yeah. But I think when I'm uh, – just as a basketball fan, yep. just as the, the heightened moment of the pink out game, 
just everything just sure. takes that we're at. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be running and gunning for sure. It's going to be you fun. Know? But why, I hope it's not everything opposite of what we anticipate, man. We got to have a, a whole bunch of missed yeah, shots. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. 54, 54. <laughs> yeah. It goes like that sometimes. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it does. Sometimes predictions right. don't go right. It's, um, yeah. Next week, next <laughs> next Wednesday yep. is signing day for college foot, for high school so seniors that are coming out, of course. Yep. Um, Nebraska has done pretty well. We've gone over Get, some of the numbers. Yep, getting better. But since the last time we talked, they've added three more guys, two of which from the same high school in Texas, yep. who coach with the tight ends coach. Yeah. Um, Ismail Smith-Flores, he's the tight end kid, 6'5", 210. Yeah. I watched his video about a month ago yeah. when they first started talking about maybe he was a guy that yeah, was going right. to come to Nebraska. I'm, this is not an exaggeration. The kid looks like an NFL tight end. <laughs> I'm not joking. He's, look, he's only, he's only 210 because he was a wide yeah. receiver. He's transitioning to tight end. Yeah. But if you look at the length of that kid's arms, yeah. watch him go up and get the ball. I'm talking – Tony Gonzalez looking yeah. type of ball Travis player. Travis Kelsey. Tony yeah, and, 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 and those guys are special. Obviously, they're both Hall of Famers. Right. But you're talking but about by just by his by body stature. look, the way he looks. I feel you. He looks like a college yeah. level and maybe eventually a, a, a pro yeah. level tight end. Watching him, uh, and then he brought in Jer- Jeremiah Charles and also uh, Demetrius Bell. Both those guys are over six foot tall wide receivers. They brought in now with transfers mm-hmm. eight. New wide receivers. Man. Well, two of them are guys returning. Yeah. Right, but still, eight guys. What about turning around a one-position group? Yeah. It's incredible. I mean, to me, um, it sounds like Matt Rule is trying to win now, man. Yeah, I, like, I was going to ask you that because like, he was on um, Busting with the Boys, yep. right? He was on that podcast, and they were asking him about the slow burn yeah. of what happened at Temple and then the slow burn of what happened at Baylor and how he thought that's what's, what's going to happen at Carolina in the mm-hmm. NFL. There's not a lot of chance for slow burn here, right? It's not. And he knows that. Yeah. And, he, and to me, the vibes that I get is kind of like that's not even pressure to him. It's like he's doing, putting in the work that he yeah. is, is, is supposed to do and uh, making the moves and the plays that he's trying to do in building. But at the closer he gets to that spring training and all that stuff, yeah. I think he's trying to win. Trev Alberts was on, um, and he was talking about how, I know you've got to win games. Yeah. Obviously. But right now, the work ethic he's seen from the coaches, the work ethic he's seen from Matt Rule. Yep. He feels like they're already winning. They're winning this part of the game. Yeah. You know. I got to throw this out there to right. you. Okay. Is it the second game of the season? Should I say no more? What? I mean, so I asked this, I asked <laughs> this question. Got, I got that on the, uh, I, marked on my calendar. I asked this question, and we're going. <laughs> we're going to Colorado. We already got our Come hotel on. rooms all sold out. Come we already on, got man. it. Come on. Here's the question I asked this morning. If you could pick winning just one of those two games, yeah. do you pick the opening game, which obviously is a conference game, a divisional game against Minnesota? That's a great question. Or do you pick going to Colorado, beating your old Big 8, Big 12 rival, and, yeah. of course, now coached by Prime? I know. So which, which one would you pick? Well, um, I look at it in two ways, and I'm not okay. going to try to be long-winded. That's right. uh, initially, my first answer is I want to win that home, that first game. I mean, that, that, that first game the that game we played. The game against Minnesota, right? Yeah. That's my first, my first answer. Mm-hmm. But my second answer, uh, alternatively, is that Colorado game is um, the more uh, supposed to win, must-win game for the fact of the hype of what Coach Prime is putting around the talent. Yeah. He said he want to win now. I know. I mean, the whole nation, yeah. listen to that I'm coming speech. You, you, you follow up and you get all these uh, different uh, bits on it. You know, he has social media, King. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you see all the things that he's doing, the energy that he's putting into that. 
I'm expecting uh, that same energy when they play. Mm -hmm. I just think for the magnitude, for Coach Rule to be new, Coach Prime to be new. Yeah. I think, man, I'm kind of torn, bro. Man, I don't know. There's one that answer. answer. There's one answer. <laughs> it's beating Minnesota. Yeah. So, okay, so the opening game for, let's go back to Mike Riley. Yeah. Remember his opening game? You, yeah. BYU, yeah. you lose on a Hail Mary. I know, yeah. The opening game for I Scott Frost yeah. rained out. Let me, let me snap back. Never in, let got me snap going. Back. This See, is I'm, the I'm opening trying to get game. hype as a, as a you sports fan. You have to beat Minnesota. <laughs> You're right. They're in the West. That's why I said They're my first answer. Ten. you got to beat Minnesota. That's why I said my first answer. This, is, this proves right here that Nebraska <laughs> fans will live in the past unlike anybody else. 67%. Yeah. We have... 3,800 oh, people voted. Real poll, 3,800 <laughs> people voted on Twitter. 67% said the Buffaloes. Man. That's, but, that makes no sense. I, I know mean, you hate Colorado. Yeah. I know you hate Darian Hagan. Yeah. I know you hate right. Coach Mack. I get all of that. Yeah. I don't care about any of that. We're in the Big Ten now. Yeah. you got to win the West. I feel I, – look, I'm, I'm one of these guys. Like, I feel both of y'all. You know, I, I feel oh, like, that's good. Side, yeah, good yeah. on both sides. Yeah, no, 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 no. There's one answer. There's one answer. It's gonna be fun, man. It would be like yeah. thinking about Creighton, right? I know yeah. they play a lot more games, but yeah, for sure. Is the game more important yeah. beating UConn, right. or beating Arizona? Yeah, it makes you know, sense. you lose to Arizona. Eh, you know, they're a ranked team. Everything that's great, but you got to beat UConn. Yeah, no, for sure. That's what needs to happen here. Yeah, and I'm surprised day, that this many two thirds of the people are saying Colorado. Yeah, right. And um, I'm telling you, after these two games, yeah, uh, well. That's when I feel like, depending on how Nebraska does in those two games, yeah. they'll look back and say what we just said initially. You got to win that first game. I tell you this. Because Coach Prime going to move on. Either, either way, they go 2-0, they go 0-2, they go 1-1-1. Yeah. None of them would surprise me. Yeah. I, sure. None of them would shock me. I they would 0-2, I'd be like, I'm not surprised. It's 50 first days for me. Yeah. Now let me ask you this. If you haven't seen the movie, the woman has short-term it. Memory. Okay, so yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. You know? Like right, that, right, right. I mean, I don't even know where I got that phrase from, but it's probably it's, just- It's a new thing every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. I get it. I get it. I get and, it. And for me, I'm just curious. What do you think about- uh, What do you think? I mean, the hype is real. Oh, but yeah. For both but, sides. But will Colorado be like that? Will they be that good? I think that his kid can ball. Yep. And yes, he played at a lower level. Yep. But when, they, when he played at Jackson State- they won a ton of games. For sure. I know Coach Prime is bringing in both the offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator that know what they're doing. Yep. Um, he's putting a lot of talent around them. They're going to be good in the set. I, can, I guarantee you this. Yeah. They will play good pass defense. Man. Coach Prime will have a team that plays good pass defense. His yeah. corners will be ready. I yeah. know that for a fact. Will, will Nebraska be able to run the ball on them? Probably. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Because I saw their defensive line last year, and he's not changing that much over to where he's got that much better in defensive line. I think Nebraska will be able to run the ball on them. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Nebraska blew them out. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they lost by 14. Yeah, I just don't want Coach Prime, and it's not because of the hype. Yeah. I just feel like as a leader, as mm -hmm. a coach, yeah. I don't want him to step into this uh, Division One coaching opportunity. Excuse me. And um, – like, just bomb. Oh, I, you want to see him do well. Yeah. And the reason why is because I don't want people to say, oh, he was only. Like, I know. No I shade know. to Scott Frost. Yeah. But they were undefeated at UCF. That's right. He came to Nebraska and yeah. didn't really, he didn't win. He like won in four years or whatever that record was. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> Coach Prime. I like, think he was 16 and 31. Something like that? Yeah, that's like two it's in not, four it's years. Not good. <laughs> yeah. it's not but, good. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I feel like, um, obviously, there's a lot of people who that want you to win and want you to lose. Oh, sure. But I think as a coach, 
I hope that he can sustain his I understand. self at that high level. Yeah, you don't you don't want to see him bomb. Is I get elite? that. Yeah, is no, he, it is. He, he, it's a big jump. You're going to a place that Colorado's in the Pac-12, which is an ugly conference. Yeah. They're getting ready to lose it's USC grimy, and get ready to use UCLA. Right. You're in a place in Boulder where they really don't care a ton about football. Right. Um, Last time Nebraska was there, yes, there were about five thousand Colorado Do fans, you remember, and there were about forty thousand Nebraska. Wasn't fans. it like sixty-two to something? Like when Colorado did Nebraska, oh, when Nebraska like did, that? yeah, sixty-two thirty-six. Man, I yeah. was in the kitchen washing dishes because I was in trouble. That's how I. I That's how bad it was. Yeah, well, man, the last time crazy. we were there a couple years ago, um, <laughs> I remember sitting up in the press box. And they were Colorado was getting ready to bring out you know the Buffaloes the Buffalo. around right yeah, yeah 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 and so getting ready to and everything's set up and they're doing their Buffalo chant yep. Colorado yep. Buffaloes and Nebraska fans started doing Husker, Husker power, power and yeah. it completely took over the stadium wow you couldn't even hear wow the chant for Colorado and yeah. I know they felt bad so their AD has already come out yep. and saying don't sell your tickets to Nebraska fans which they still will right because again they live in Colorado exactly. they got other stuff to do exactly um, and Nebraska fans will pay right and so yeah no I can't I can't wait for it yeah, I'm if you're gonna ask me today I, I think they split them and yeah. I don't know which combination is most likely. It's beating Colorado because I think Colorado is going to struggle early in the season. For sure. So yeah, from a from a likely. from a uh, a real standpoint, yeah. you, I think you're right. Yeah. This weekend, I know you're excited for the NFC and AFC Man, championship wait. games. Yeah, it, it, it's probably the most competitive games we've had. Now you can go back. 1998 yeah. is the last time we had the AFC game and the NFC game, and the line was three or under in both games. Yeah, I know. So we haven't had this kind of this kind of matchup in both games in that some, many years. Some notes that I put. All right, uh, give me some notes. Let's talk about the AFC okay. first. You first. You're talking okay. about the line. Yeah, the the fav the favorite has went from two and a half, minus one and a half. Oh yeah, yeah. And now minus one. Yeah, Kansas City's now favored. Ain't that crazy? Yeah. Well, all- we didn't know if Patrick Mahomes could walk. But yeah, and then he went to practice and he kind of danced around a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but, it, but, but, but it wasn't even the practice. It was what he said in the press conference. Walking up to the press conference Man, too. Yeah, they they. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Listen, let me tell you this. <laughs> I heard a great line. Yeah, being healthy is not binary. Yeah, that's binary true. is what? It's just either one it, or the other. It's yeah, black yeah, exactly, or white. Exactly. X's and O's, exactly. right? You may be fine at the beginning of the game. Man. You know what happens in football? Yeah. You get hit. Exactly. <laughs> so just because he's healthy at the yeah. beginning doesn't mean he's going to be healthy and, in the middle. I said that to myself. I don't yeah. want it to be a situation where, like, uh, you know, the, the Bengals are doing their thing, and then all of a sudden, you know, like, you know those basketball players who airball and start looking at their hand? <laughs> I don't want Patrick Mahomes start. start looking at the ankle. Yeah. yeah. I, think, uh, I think it's going to be a great game. If you're going to play, you're going to play. I mentioned <laughs> the, last two, the last time we had an AFC game that was this low a number was Denver at Pittsburgh in 1998. We got okay. a great game that time, and the last time in the NFC, the Giants and Niners in 2012 was the last oh, time man. we had this lower yeah, number. Yeah, I'm excited. So I'm excited about it. Um, here's some numbers for you. Favorites in conference championship games. Team favored. 26 and 12 straight up. Oh, wow. But only 20 and 18 against the spread in the last 20 years. Oh, wow. Well, okay. So, we, you know, not necessarily the number. Yeah. Number, number one seed. This is, this is contradictory. So the favorite you'd think would be number one seed. In the last 20 years, 35% against the spread for the number one seed. So Dang. that means 65% of the time they're not covering. I'm, I'm just thinking about they're that. They're not yeah. covering the number yeah. one seeds. You got the fifth rookie quarterback. To ever start a conference championship game. Yeah. Right? The other four did not win. And spe- Only one of them, by the way, kept it within one score game. But, but, but speaking, kind of speaking about the quarterbacks, yeah. to me, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. Sure. But the thing is, Brock Purdy has played so well. Yes. That, like, and I don't know what, I mean, I, like, you yeah. got to give a lot of credit to the team. But if he continues to play that, that well, yeah. Um, 
Um, excuse me, not Brock Purdy, but Jer- Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's played like, incredible. Yeah, I said Brock Purdy. Yeah. He played. Uh, Brock Purdy been playing well too. Yes, but Seven, like eight, no, yeah, yeah. But for me, <laughs> I just kind of I think the Bengals is going to win. Do you? I think so. So are you picking? So obviously they're right now an underdog. They're a one point underdog. Yes. You mean they go to Kansas City? Yes. And play Patrick Mahomes. I think so. Who's only lost once in this situation in his right. entire career. Now watch this. Go ahead. Keep you going. Going. No, no, I, I'm just yeah. saying. And you think that Cincinnati is going to beat them for the fourth time in a row. Now. Four times in a row. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is going to lose to the same team four times in a row. That's your feel? You remember LeBron you James? Remember. LeBron James was sitting with headphones in his ears and shades over his eyes. Okay. And he said that the 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 um the Cavs are down, what, 3-1 three, three, to the Warriors. They were down 3-1 to the Warriors. Who were the 2016 yeah. champions? If it wasn't for the fact that they kicked your boy out for kicking LeBron, <laughs> that never happens. Now, I say, it never happens. Now, I, I say that inversely to say okay. this. All right. Joe Burrow is just that good. Joe Burrow is a dog. Yeah. Joe Burrow. Like. Joe Burrow. He's just take out good, Take out bro. his rookie year, right, yeah. where nobody's really good as a rookie year quarterback normally except for Brock Purdy, apparently. Yeah. Take that out. Right. Dude's only lost three games. Yeah. No, since exactly. Since going back to no, his exactly. senior year at LSU. Exactly. And He's ridiculous. And you said it. Joe Burrow has beat Patrick Mahomes three times. In a row. Yep. In a row. Yeah. Oh, and also, yeah. the weather, I think I was looking at the forecast. It's windy. You know? A little windy. Like, yeah. I just kind of feel like with any conditions, yeah. I think this team is ready to play. Here's that number for Joe Burrow versus yep. good teams, teams with winning records. Mm-hmm. Okay, since he's been last two seasons, he's fifteen and three straight up. Man, he's seven and zero on the road. Man, I'm with you with Cincinnati yeah. only because I hate the Chiefs. Oh man, see, yeah, they ain't see, me. I hate, that's see, not I hate me. the Chiefs. That's me. I cheer that's against the Chiefs. And, so that's, and I, that's and how I, I'm I on see, that side. I can see you saying that. I'm anti Chiefs because Nebraska as a state is almost like um, it's their fans, bro. Yeah, they're a, it's their fans. Have you been like, to a game I, there? Man, they're listen, they're, they're honorary they're nice. uh, Kansas City Chiefs fans. They are. I mean, they're not I, nice. I remember the days yeah. when it was Priest Holmes, Dante yeah. Hall. You know all that. Tony Gonzalez. I've been to the vet. <laughs> All right. I've been to Alameda. I've yeah. been to some of the worst stadiums in America. And you never treat as bad as I guy. was in Kansas City. <laughs> never that bad. Well, so never the, uh, that bad. The, the, so the NFC, though. Sure thing, real quick, yeah. one more thing about if you're thinking about the number under yeah. or over, right? Ronald Torbert, who is the referee in this game, uh-huh. in the last three years, in the games that he has been the main referee, the white hat, yep. 33, 16, and 1 to the under. Mm. Yeah, so over 60%. To the under for Ronald Torbert. It's the way he calls games. Yeah. He lets teams play. Right. A lot of times those defenses play. And so right. if you're thinking that way, it could certainly hey, be an under. He, that number, by the way, is 48 for the total. That's where it is right now. Yeah, he wasn't the uh, the official, the lead official when, um, remember when your, your Saints. Uh, no, he wasn't. No, okay. no, no, he wasn't, he wasn't <laughs> I remember for that. passing the was That wasn't even passing affairs. That was, and I don't complain about the referees. You, you that remember was what I'm talking about. That was targeting, <laughs> and it was passing affairs. Yeah. Yeah, no, Saints went to the Super Bowl. I'll never yeah. forget that. Um, and then, so, yeah, let's go ahead over to the NFC. What do you think? Niners, uh, Eagles. You know what? Uh, I'm just looking for a good game with that. Like, just some of the things I put game. down, I just think it comes down yeah. to the best quarterback wins. And I had mentioned, I accidentally said Brock Purdy talking about yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe, Joe Burrow. But, yeah, Brock. Has been playing so well, man. Yeah. That uh, honestly, like, if he just plays that that great mm-hmm. against uh, the Eagles, yeah. I think they win too. Here's the thing: is he doesn't have to be great in that system. No, because Kyle Shanahan is a, is a great coach. You go back to when the Niners had the last time they were in this situation, they threw the ball eight times. Dang. Jimmy G. They yeah. ran the ball thirty eight. 
against Kansas City's defense. Yeah. Um, excuse me, against um, against Philadelphia's defense. Yeah, you can't throw against them. Right, they're number one DVOA in, in all yeah. of football past DVOA for sure. But you can't run against them. Right. And so I imagine yeah. they're going to line up and yeah. they're going to run it with and everybody. Eli's going to run it. Right. McCaffrey's going to run it. They're going to run it with everybody. You're right, man. So. And the thing is, on the flip side with the Eagles, you got Jalen Hurts. He's only got like almost like 800 yards running himself. Over 700 yards rushing. Only the third quarterback it's, ever in a conference championship right. game that had a season where he's he had playing at an MVP level. He is. But I just think the Niners are a better team. So you're taking in the Super Bowl, you've got San Francisco versus Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, By the I, way, the TV people are like, yeah, no, thank that's you. cool. And then they're going to go back to this clip, you know, <laughs> TV people are like, no, yeah. I'm about that. This right. Is, this is a small market. action. Yeah. And that's the thing, man. Yeah. Sometimes like whenever you, um, you know, get optimistic about like what I'm talking about, just mm-hmm. with the, the Bengals and the Niners. Yeah. It does make for like a it could make for a boring Super Bowl yeah. because of the anticipation of a great quarterback like Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes, obviously. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm just trying to like. Not really focus on a player and focus on the team. Okay. Well, last week, old <laughs> Phil sucker punched me by putting some predictions out there on yeah. Twitter that I had said during And I wasn't really prepared for all that. <laughs> I, I got predictions prepared. Now, if you want to put out some predictions this time, because the two games he, I picked right, listen, you didn't put those out. Nah, you did two yeah. that I picked wrong, which is mean. That's why you're wearing that suit going to your funeral. Exactly. Let me say this. <laughs> Niners, Eagles. I like the under That's 46 funny. and a half. These are my official picks. If you want the ones you got to pay for, you got to call me. Yep. Uh, Quez Watkins. Yep. Wide receiver for mm-hmm. the Eagles. I got him under 16 and a half yards. Okay. You, you can get that over at the casino or wherever you bet legally. Yep. Uh, Cincinnati, second half line, whatever it is. Cincinnati will outscore Kansas City in the second half. I'm That's telling you right I now. Uh, Mahomes, overpassing yards. I think he's going to stand in the pocket. He's going to throw the ball around. I think he's going to have a good day. He won't be able to run around much, but doing that. I also like Joe Burrow over his rushing yards. I like Samaje Pirine yep. over 15 and a half receiving yards. Yep. I think Mixon's going to be on the ground and Pirine in the air. Yep. Devontae Smith, anytime touchdown. You can get that at plus 120 right now. I just was over there. You can get it over there, over 65 <laughs> yards as well. I like that bet. And then yep. uh, Greg, and then George Kittle, anytime touchdown. I like that one as well. Those are my official Phil picks in case it's you want to be putting be fun, them out there again man. and trying to put me, on, put me on blast as the children say. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great weekend. It's going to be one of the best ones For sure. uh, that we've had in a long time. I don't think there'll be a blowout. I don't think so. No. Listen, the last two years of playoff football have been elite. They have been great. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I just got this vivid mem- memory of the Bengals balling until they fall yeah. tomorrow. Or not tomorrow, but this weekend. I think yeah. they get it done. I'm, I'm, I'm with you in a way. I just cannot. It's hard for me to believe that. Patrick Mahomes is going to lose four, four times, times in a row to the Cincinnati Bengals. You. Yeah, I feel you. Okay? This is a team that no one can pronounce their damn name. <laughs> the Bengals, the Bengals. It's a Bengal tiger. Right. Not a Bengal. A Bengal no. hangs off your ear. Wait, wait. So do you say uh, like Caribbean or Caribbean? Depends on what song I'm singing. It's Bengals. Am I singing? Am I singing Caribbean it's, Queen? It's Bengals. Or am I singing Caribbean? It depends on what you're talking. About. It's like a it's route. Bang. It's like a route or a route. Yeah, right. You know, if it depends wait, on which way you're going. But where do you go? Do you go routes or routes? It depends on. You have a route 66. I'm going on this route. Man, I'm going that's routes. That's how it works. I'm running routes, bro. That's a different thing. That's a bad. That's a football term. Yeah, that's this different. is funny, man. Yeah, it's just say Bengals, not the Bengals. Yeah. Bengals is a group. Yeah, I'm gonna put. The, I'm gonna put. What was that lead out. singer for the Bengals? 
What's the single? Come he don't on, know because he likes the, the radio Bengals. guy. Oh, I mean, if you like the, the radio Bengals, guy, then you, you would know, know about the Bengals. <laughs> she walk like an Egyptian. Oh man, come See, on, man! I, I, can, gonna, I, I know I'm old. I know I'm old. But damn. I want to thank everybody <laughs> here at Hale Varsity Club as always. Our producer Pat Safford, uh, Chris Gorman, who's in charge of this whole thing. Big Al Lopez. Look how he comes in his turtleneck. I told you, the Godfather, man. Just money, just Forget coming, about like, it. coming like this. <laughs> um, uh, coach as well, Ryan's here as My well. My guy Phil. Omaha Steaks. Thanks to all of them, Phil. He will sucker punch you with a cut in a heartbeat. <laughs> Thanks Ryan. to Omaha Steaks. Ryan as well. We appreciate Coach, uh, Coach's wife, Priest McDermott, for coming on as well. Reminder, we're back again. It's going to be on the 31st of January. Special guest. Yep. Very special guest. Setting what it up we right got? now. What we got? I, can't, I can't give it all away. All right. I feel I, you. I'll tell you, a couple, a couple of Hall of Famers and probably one guy who won a Super Bowl. Oh, man. Saying right now. Josh, as always, take us away. Hey, this is Josh Jones with my man Michael Severe. You know how we do it. It's a Let It Fly show. 